Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Raider Wrap right here on a beautiful Saturday morning, May 7th already. Sunny skies today, a high of 74. Can you believe it? Hey, spring has finally sprung, I think. Tonight, increasing clouds with a low of around about 52. South-southwest winds of 15 miles an hour. For tomorrow, however, some of those rain showers are heading on back. Showers likely after 10 o'clock tomorrow morning for uh, Mother's Day. And I could even see a chance of a thunderstorm later in the afternoon. It's going to be breezy, 60 degrees, and, a, and a winds about 15 to 20, gusting to 35 miles an hour. And then for Sunday night, more showers on the way, cooling off to around 56. Monday, a 50% of showers, partly sunny, a high of 82. So it's going to be hot and muggy. On Monday night, looks like a 30% chance, cooling off to 54, and then a 30% chance of showers again and on Tuesday, and mostly sunny and a high of 72. It seems like we just can't get that moisture. Uh, out of the air, but uh, you know the warm temps are on their way, so that's that's a positive thing, don't you think? I think so. We've got some beautiful blue skies, ridiculously wonderful out. It's 64 and sunny, so get out and enjoy it today. What a show we got for you today! We get the girls' track and field. Uh, Shelly Sveen will be going one on one with Meet the Raider later on with uh, AJ Reister, along with the scoreboard and Janet Smith from the girls' track team will be joining us via telephone and. And uh, also joining us this morning is Jocelyn Coleman, head coach of the girls' softball team. Jocelyn, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing all right. You have got a schedule and a half today. Uh, you got There's a game in Egan, but then you've got a whole bunch of other stuff going on. What's your schedule looking like today? Yeah, today is uh, quite the day. We're in Lakeville at the current moment. Um, we have JV... And ninth grade maroon team playing in a tournament here in Lakeville, um, and then at noon uh, we have ninth grade gold team playing um, in St. Louis Park, kind of a jamboree deal. And then uh, we got asked to pick up a game in Egan, the varsity did at uh, four o'clock today. So um, I'm kind of bouncing around here uh, this morning, and then we'll get ready for our varsity game in Egan. How did uh, how did the Egan game come around? Is that was that not scheduled? Uh, it was not scheduled. My understanding is they're hosting a tournament today, and it's a three game tournament. And one of the teams um, couldn't uh, afford to use up one of the games, so they're doing two games, and then we're picking up that third game. Um, so kind of a weird deal, but um, came up kind of late, and so we we took on the challenge. Egan's a very good team, so um, we figured we might as well uh, see what we can give them. Let's talk a little bit. Uh, this is your first year as head coach, correct? And uh, uh, so how do you feel so far, you know, taking over their helm, taking over the uh, reins, if you will? Yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun. Um, the girls are great. The team is great. Um, you know, we've we've had a lot of learning to do. We've had a brand-new coaching staff, as I think I mentioned on our, our first little visit. Um, so we're kind of all trying to gel together and, and move girls around to where we think – um, they'll have the biggest role for each team. And so I'm kind of figuring that out. You know, first year has been um, it's been a challenge, but it's also been fun. And it's been fun to see what these girls um, can bring to each team. So, um, so far, so good. So last time we talked, uh, it was cold. It was miserable. It was, it was snowy. It was it was rainy. It was just it was it was unbelievable. And it still continued to pretty much be uh, be rainy and, and, and whatnot. Are you spending enough time outside? Are you getting outside a lot or are you spend a lot more time indoors than you anticipated? 
Well, thank, uh, we're thankful for this last week. Um, other than that, you know, we, I think we had four or five. I think we had our fifth practice outside yesterday. Wow. And so, you know, we only, we only have a couple more weeks of regular season, and we just completed our fifth practice yesterday. So outside anyway, we've been playing on the gym floors and occasionally in the dome. So um, we're grateful to be able to have this weather that we had this week, and, and hopefully it uh, stays that way. Well, like I said, the forecast, it's, it's got some warm temperatures out, but it uh, looks like it gets a little bit of snow, or not snow, rain. <laughs> Shame on me, snow. Uh, we got rain, uh, some showers and thunderstorms throughout the week, and actually, if you look at the uh, seven-day forecast, which you can't really trust much anyhow, but there's still some showers and thunderstorms all the way through the week, but it's going to be warmer. So, barring any lightning situations, would you practice outside or not? Uh, we'll, we'll try to get out any opportunity we can because, you know, when you have baseball and, and softball having to split uh, the high school gym, you know, one team has to go late and one team goes early. And so um, practicing at, you know, six to eight isn't ideal for anybody, you know, especially um, coaches with young kids and, and kids with homework and things like that. So hopefully we can, uh, we can handle getting outside this week, even if it does uh, provide us a little rain. You got off to a pretty good start. You got out thir- or three and zero coming out of the shoot. There you went. You know, the big win over Rochester, John Marshall. Before you got uh, hooked up against Ben Cato Weston, that lost your first game there, nine to one. But outside of that, you, I believe you're seven and four on the season. You're on the winning side of of the record. How do how do you feel that the team is performing now that you've kind of sort of figured some stuff out? Yeah, you know, we've, you know, we're seven and three and our three losses have all come to ranked teams. And so we lost to the two Mankatos. Um, and those games actually came in the dome. And so we haven't played those good teams outside yet. Um, and playing in the dome, as most know, it, it's a lot different than playing out on a diamond. So, um, so we're looking forward to playing Mankato West here coming Tuesday. Um, and hopefully we can be outside and, and see what we can give them out on the diamond. But, um, we just lost to Winona. They're also number three in the state in AAA. Um, we had, it was probably one of the greatest games I've been a part of, um, as far as coaching. And, uh, we went into nine innings. So, um, it was just a battle. Uh, it was sad to have someone lose, but, you know, we came out on the uh, wrong end of it, but, um, but it was still a great game. And, and it's nice to see that we can compete, um, with those, those top teams. Is Egan a ranked team? I don't believe they are ranked, but um, I think last time I looked, they were like two and six or something like that. And okay. um, I think that might be right, but their record is deceiving. They play all of their losses are to highly ranked teams, and so they are a very, very solid team. Yeah, they are three and five on the season, so they're just under five hundred there. And uh, again, Mankato West coming up on Tuesday, and it looks like what time is that game on Tuesday? Uh, five o'clock. And that is at Mankato West. You'll play them probably outside down there. Yep, yep. And that was kind of a weird, uh, weird deal. We had um, when we played Mankato West the first time. It was supposed to be in Mankato, and uh, it was too cold, and so we ended up moving it last minute to the dome. And so that was our considered our home game. So um, playing Mankato West on Tuesday was supposed to be our our uh, senior youth night and obviously that's not going to happen with going to um, going to Mankato now so we're kind of switching some things around and this season has just been kind of a scheduling <laughs> chaotic time so I was uh, I was in the dome for the uh, home and garden show last week and um, 
I mean, what are the dimensions when they set that up? Do they uh, do they put a fence up there somehow, or is it just kind of wide open out there? Or how do they how do they arrange yeah. that? Yeah, you know, I honestly don't know the dimensions. Um, it's it's definitely shorter than our um, outdoor softball field, but they do set up a they do set up a fence, um, and we're able to actually play two games in there at once. So we had um, our JV team playing at the same time varsity was playing indoors. So. That's two games. I could. I did. I guess it didn't seem that big to me, but apparently it is. But you know, do you any idea? Are the fences two fifty or what are they? You any guess? Um, if you had to guess, I gosh, I honestly don't know. Two hundred, two twenty. Okay. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Do you do you see a lot of a lot more home runs on the in, in, inside there in that dome? We have so far. Um, I know Sammy and Noreen homered in that first game that we had in the Dome, and then um, Courtney Graff actually had two home runs in our last game in the Dome um, in the same game. And, a couple, you know, one of those would have been close on the outdoor field, but the other one was an absolute no-doubter. I mean, it, it hit the roof on the opposite side of the um, the Dome, so she crushed that one. But, but yeah, you, you do definitely do see a couple more home runs than you normally would. That was the other question. The ceiling, does that come into play in any way? And, 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 it sure and, does. And how's the ruling on it? It sure does. It? You know, typical pop flies, you know, if they hit the roof, it's the fall ball. And so it, it definitely changes the game a little bit in that aspect. And so some outs that, you know, the pitcher and the, and the defense really would have earned, it ends up just being, a, you know, kind of a strike. So, um, yeah, it definitely comes into play. So that's why we're glad that – Nice weather is here, and hopefully we don't have to play any more games in there this year. How do they? Uh, how do they handle it? Uh, do, do you get unlimited fall balls then if you're inside the dome when you're up at up at bat? Yep. Or? yep, yep, unlimited fall balls. Yep. So if you hit, you could crush one, but if you hit it, hit the ceiling, it's foul ball. Hit it again. Absolutely. You if you crush it, and it would have been a home run on an outdoor field, but it hits the ceiling, you know, way out by the fences. It's still an it's still a fall ball. Wow. That's uh, a little adapting, I think, from a mental standpoint. Um, but you have had opportunities, obviously, to play outside. So, uh, does that play? Does that is that a mental strain at all? Do you think on on the players? Because you know you're playing outdoors one day, and the next day you're inside this dome, and the rules change, and things change. Or do you see any, yeah, anything there? Yeah, you know, it's a it is a change. You know, I think the biggest change is playing defense. You know, hitting is hitting. Um, but playing defense is a lot different. Those ground balls um, come up on you differently, you know, in the dome than they do, um, you know, on the dirt. And so um, it, it's quite a difference. But the, the good thing is we have a lot of girls that play dome ball uh, during the winter and the early spring. So um, they're kind of used to playing in the dome, too. So, so they adapt to bowl. Dome ball. I didn't know there was a dome ball league. Yep, yep. Our girls, a lot of them actually take part in it, and so, um, you know, they're they're prepared. We still don't like to play in the dome, but um, right. You know, it's kind of an advantage that they have played before in the dome. Well, today is going to be amazing. It's going to be, like I said, I think it's going to be getting up to around. Looks like it could get up to seventy four today. Light winds, not a bad day at all. Beautiful blue skies. This is going to be fun for the people to get outside and, and watch a little softball today. Oh yeah, we're just excited. I mean, I'm again. I'm out here in Lakeville, and I brought my son because um, we get to be spectators today. It's it's not very often I get to watch, um, you know, the JV and ninth grade games because they're always going on at the same time. 
that varsity is. So um, I got an opportunity to hang out with the son this morning and um, um, and we're just watching some good baseball or softball. Right. So uh, how do you like your team, your pitching staff? What's going on? How do, what's, what's, uh, what's some of the highlights of your season so far? You know, we've as far as pitching staff, we've got uh, we've got Courtney Graff, who's great. We've got Riley Blandon, who's uh, done a terrific job. They're kind of our one A and one B. Um, they're just I can throw both of them against really good teams. Riley pitched against Winona and pitched an awesome game, so I trust both of them. And then uh, we also have Sammy Noreen, who I I trust as well, and she hasn't pitched as much as the other girls have, but um, I trust that when I do put her in, she'll she'll do the she'll get the job done. So. Um, we have three three very talented pitchers on our on our varsity staff. Do you do you use them throughout the game, or do you like to bring in a closer? Do you anything like that? You know, it, it kind of depends on the game, but uh, most of the time, if they can go, you know, if they can go that six or seven inning. You know, I'll let them do it. Their their arms are are conditioned for it, and they do a great job of letting us know, you know, if they're getting tired or their legs are getting tired. So. Um, if they need it, uh, they'll communicate it with me, and um, so we have good communication in that way. Well, Justin, wear sunscreen today. Believe it or not, you're going to need it. Absolutely. <laughs> Enjoy the day. Enjoy Egan, Lakeville, St. Louis Park, and all over wherever else you're going to go. Stop by the Mall of America. I don't know. Just uh, have, a, <laughs> have a great day. Enjoy your day. Thanks for joining us so much, and uh, good luck to you and the team today and, and the rest of the season. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Justin Coleman, head coach of the Northfield Raiders girls softball team. And yes, they will be playing this afternoon at 4 o'clock at the Northview Park in Egan at 4 o'clock. If you want to get out and enjoy some of this beautiful, beautiful weather this afternoon, get out and catch some of that softball going on this afternoon. We'll have more sports coming up. We'll get Janet Smith, and she's going to run around town here and tell us what's going on with the track team. It's all right here on 95.1 The One. Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Iconic and LASIK Center. Summer's right around the corner, days are getting longer, and outdoor activities are front of mind. Swimming, golfing, time to get rid of your glasses or contacts with LASIK? A little nervous? That's okay. We understand. We do this every day, but you only do it once. We'll hold your hand. We'll get you through it. Dr. Miller, Dr. Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, Faribault. World-class LASIK, small-town traffic. RitchieEyeClinic.com. To tell you about the different kind of banking relationship you'll get at Franz and Bank and Trust. Hey, Chad Greenway here, and Franz and Bankers take the time to learn about your financial goals so they can deliver customized solutions. It's called advisory banking, and it's designed to help you every step of the way along your path to financial success. In Dennis Northfield, contact Amy Stanton, Franz and Bank and Trust, Real People, Real Results, NMLS number 769611. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Johnson Island Homes would like to introduce you to a new development in Elko. It's kind of that perfect spot right between the metro and Northfield. Maybe your household has someone who uh, works in the cities and somebody who works in Northfield. The neighborhood's called Pete's Hill, and it's really kind of a special location because it's on the highest point in Scott County. We have large, single-family lots. You can design any house style. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Hello, I'm Marty Benson with Community Resource Bank. I'm here to tell you that whether you're looking for money management tools, planning to purchase your first home, or building your savings for retirement, Community Resource Bank is the bank for you. We promise to provide personal banking that is actually personal. 
That's what makes us so special. So stop in, sit a while. The coffee pot is always on. Community Resource Bank with offices in Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Let's bank together. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. We've just had the first hailstorm of the year. If you live in the Northfield, Dundas, or Faribault area and want an honest 25-point exterior inspection in your home, please give Capital Construction a call. They will let you know if an insurance claim is necessary. If it is, they will help guide you through the process from start to finish. Capital Construction was the 2021 Northfield Chamber Business of the Year. Call them at 952-222-4004 or find them at CapitalMN.com. You could also search Capital Construction on Facebook. Fall is a great time to get that landscaping project, home remodel, or repair done. And with interest rates still low, you can do it all with a home loan from Hometown Credit Union. Hometown Credit Union offers a variety of home loan options for refinancing, renovating, new construction, and purchasing your first home or forever home. Whatever your home loan needs are, Hometown Credit Union can make them happen with rates and terms to fit. Learn more and apply online at hometowncu.coop. Equal housing lender. From the team at Hometown Credit Union, go Raiders! And good morning. Hey, welcome back. It's 19 after 10. We've got uh, beautiful blue skies today, and we are going to 74. Can you believe it? We're already up to 64 in the Northfield area, and it's just going to get better. And today is the best day of all. It's just beautiful sunny skies and 74. Tonight, increasing cloudiness and a low of 52. Mother's Day. Ooh, looks like a little bit of shower activity and breezy out there. 15 to 20 mile an hour south-southeast winds. Gusts as high as 35 miles an hour with a 70% chance of rainfall uh, for Mother's Day. Bummer, huh? Yeah. Well, it's going to be 60 for Mother's Day. And then uh, Sunday night, looks like the showers and thunderstorms will continue a little bit, cooling after around 56. Monday again, more showers. Uh, Tuesday looks like a chance of showers. Wednesday looks like a chance of showers. (sighs) I, I'm a record. I'm a broken record, and uh, nobody likes to listen to a broken record, so let's talk to somebody that we do want to talk to. Janet Smith, head coach of the girls' track team. How are you, Janet? I'm doing well. You know, it's funny you talk about the weather uh, leading into our track conversation here. It's been quite the spring. It, it's I. You know, we were just talking to Justin Coleman with the, uh, with the softball team, and they've been playing in the Dome, practicing in the Dome. They have... Uh, literally practiced five times outside since the season started and your track and field uh don't you have to be outside yeah you know we've actually been outside a lot we've got some pretty hardy uh athletes this season if anything else we've toughened them up that's for sure i'll bet so So, we've been inside quite a bit we we had to stay inside for um, the first three weeks, for sure, we had a lot of pole vaulters, of course, inside. Our sprint athletes and throwers stayed inside, but we honestly would warm up inside, and then we'd go outside for a while and get some exercise out on the track and kind of did that every day, and then once we got used to it, we've just kind of been outside now. So that's, that's why they great. call it sweatpants, right? Yeah, exactly. Just dress. Dress for the occasion. Um so let's talk a little bit about yourself. This is your first year as head coach. Tell, just give us a little kind of a history of uh, where, you, where you've been and what, you, what you've seen. Yeah, sure. So this is my 19th year in public education. So I'm 19th year as a math teacher. I started my career up in Fridley, Minnesota, where I actually started off as a head softball coach. 
and spent well, a year there, two years there. I was a cross-country coach assistant and then a head softball coach for two years. Met my husband. Um, he and he got a job down here in Lakeville. And so, well, we didn't want to commute across the city. So we found a, uh, I found a job in Faribault, Minnesota, at the high school there. And so we split the difference and, and moved to Dundas. So we've been here for 15 years. Uh, I taught for 13 years in Faribault. And there I was a head cross-country coach for five. I was an assistant for many years. Um, I did some track there just in the middle school level. They didn't have any high school positions open at the time. Um, and then four years ago, they had a, a math opening here at Northfield High School. So jumped on the opportunity to, to come on into my hometown here where my kids are in school and, and got a math job. And now I've been an assistant cross-country coach for the last four years and um, also the assistant track coach, and now I hopped into the head role this year. So well, kind of the fast and short of it. That's that's a pretty good fast short. That's that's an interesting career from Friendly Fridley to Northfield, Minnesota. Welcome to Northfield, yeah. by the way. Thank you very much. We haven't had a chance to talk, so I thought I'd give you our open welcome on KYMN. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Um, let's talk about the the track season. So as an assistant, so you've been uh, an assistant for a couple of years, so you know a lot of these uh runners and stuff like that so uh this isn't like just getting thrown into a whole new uh group of people you've kind of uh you've been around them a little bit so as a head coach versus the assistant uh what kind of role then do you take on uh differently yeah i mean we definitely have the administrative side of things the, the behind the scenes that you don't realize is going on those bus schedules and and dealing with you know uh, weather decisions things like that um the other head coach uh, boys coach Tyler Balo and I tried uh, this year to put a theme together um, and so as a head coach we've brought um, some character development some mental toughness and some kind of classroom sessions to our program and so we've done something called the Apollo mission where we're shooting for the moon where we're working our athletes towards reaching their goals and doing some mental tough training so that's um, a role that I've taken on also, uh, head coach Balo and I have taken on a little Raiders camp through Community Ed. It's actually going on right now, probably wrapping up here in the next six minutes or so. But, uh, you know, trying to get some of our youth out interested in the sport and building up our program there. So, so just a couple things, I guess, I've taken on in my first year um, with the help of Coach Balo, of course. Uh, I'm not going to say any regrets, but uh, <laughs> is it more stressful for you or, you, or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it definitely has its uh, extra stresses. I mean, I'm a mom, I'm a teacher, and I've got a lot going on, but I definitely love the athletes, and, you know, when they come in and work hard every day, it makes it all worth it. So we've seen, seen lots of PRs throughout the season already, and, and it really is fun to see everybody grow and, and get better. So no regrets, obviously. So it's a great gig, best part of my day. How many, how many, uh, how many athletes you got on the team this year? Uh, we've got... 65 athletes out this year wow. and uh, 13 seniors really strong senior crowd um, lots of talent there and um, was just looking at my numbers we have um, 47 no oh, excuse me uh, 24 ninth graders and 17 tenth graders so 63 percent of our team is underclassmen so that's pretty great to see the program growing and, and the future is looking strong as well 
So as the assistant, is 63 a pretty good number or 65 or whatever athletes? Is that a good number? Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good number. I think we've topped up into the 70s before, but that's a pretty strong number. We're always looking for even more. But, uh, you know, we have a lot of multi-sport athletes out. We're proud to work with anybody who's even still in club sports at the time. We've got some club volleyball players, club hockey players, um, girls who are on club soccer, uh, we just pride ourselves in working with those athletes to get them out for track and field because those athletes are going to bring a lot of different skill sets to our track program. So we're excited to be working with all those those athletes as well. Does everyone get a chance at every meet to participate? Oh, yeah. Everybody gets a chance. Um, Everybody is in at least two events. And well, once in a while if they're in one event, if they're a specialist like a pole vaulter, but everybody gets at least two or more events, which is so great because our sport is really, you know, five, six sports within a sport. You know, we got the running, the jumping, the throwing. It's, you know, anywhere, too, from sprints to distance. It's a wide gamut, so it's great. Are there – what's the max you can participate in in a meet? Maximum events? Events, yeah. Yeah, so you can be in up to four events. So you can do, you know – two sprints and two uh, field events, or you could be, you can only do two um, distance events, though. They don't let you run, like, you know, an athlete in the mile, the two mile, and the 800, and something else. That just puts too much strain on the athlete. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, they can be up in up to four events. So can you be a pole vaulter, high jumper, discus, and shot put thrower, or you have to run somewhere? You have to, yeah, you can't be in four field events, so you can be in up to three. Okay, so you could participate in three, but then you, you know, yeah, you, now, now yeah, you, you don't have to run, run then, do you? Or you just you just do yeah. your three events? No, yeah, there's people who just come out and are throwers. Specifically, we have got a really great senior who's really close to breaking one of our school records in the discus, and went to Hamlin Elite Meet last week. Shelby Seen, she uh, one of our state participants last year, actually in the discus. But, yeah, she's just a specialist of throwing, and she's one of our strong athletes that we're excited about this season. So, yeah, you don't Shelby, have to be a runner. Yeah, Shelby will be uh, joining A.J. Reister in the Meet the Raider program here this morning as well. So uh, we'll get a little in input uh, from her as well. Um, so uh, uh, what's your, how, 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 how's the team doing? Let's just, just what's, what, does, does anyone really think about the record at all? Or is it just every single day when you come out, you just try to get personal bets? Or what, what, what's, the, uh, what's the objective here? Yeah, I mean, we just did a team goal setting session like a week and a half ago. And one of the things, obviously, we talked about was where do we see our team in the standings? And last year we placed fourth in the conference. And we are looking to tie that or best that this year. We uh, we have won our home meet. We beat Winona and John Marshall. We've been second place to both the Mankatos, Mankato West and East. We've beaten Austin. We've beaten Mayo. We beat Owatonna barely at the Mega Meet. So we were, Rochester Century will probably be the highest, toughest competitor. And then, you know, on our, if we put our best lineup out there, we'd probably be closer to the Mankatos. So top three would be outstanding um anything higher than that would be just incredible so looking looking as a team to to be really strong in the conference but then yeah we're just in it every week to get better each week each meet get our personal best as much as we can 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's all of that. What's uh, what's coming up for the track team? Well, we have true team sections this Tuesday, which will be kind of the first time we put together our best lineup. So it'll be interesting to see where we stand um, against our our section competition. So yeah, that's that's Tuesday. That uh, starts at. Uh, 2.45, the running events start. I think field events start at one thirty. Is that here? Yeah. Uh, it's up at Lakeville South. Lakeville South, okay. So as yeah. true team, is that similar to like the swimming meet? So everybody's scores kind of count and everything counts on that? Or how does that work with the true team? Yeah, that's exactly right. It's um, everybody scores. So your top places obviously score the most points down to whoever takes last place scores one point. So it does show the true measure of your team. And I definitely think that we have a strong team. We have a deep team, and and so that'll um, bode well for us in our true team to see where we're at. 65 participants. How about people like Owatonna or the Mankatos and stuff like that? Are they bringing just as many or more? Yeah, uh, they're bringing about as many. We're, I think that would be about the, I won't say average, because there are some schools that have quite a few less than us. But that's about where girls' numbers are when they, if they have a strong program or 60 or higher. So, yeah, we're very competitive in that regard. Very good. Well, we wish you the best. Thanks for joining us on the program. Hope you feel better. Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate you having us and love to chat again about some more outstanding athletes we've got. We would love to do it, indeed. <clears throat> that's why we're here. So, uh, Janet Smith, head coach of the girls' track team, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. And we were going to have a good day. We're just going to. It's going to be a beautiful day today. There's plenty of sunshine warming up. It's going to be awesome. We'll catch up to a little bit more of the forecast along with Meet the Raider with A.J. Reister. Shelby Sveen joins us from the track team. Stick around. we got more coming up right here on KYMN. Your home, auto, and life are important to you. That's why the Northfield Insurance Agency works hard to provide you with the right protection. Kevin, Stan, and Mark offer the products you need with the premier service you deserve. They carry business, auto, farm, homeowners, commercial, and bonds. Northfield Insurance is your independent agent, and they are connected with many insurance companies, providing you the lowest possible rates. Call the Northfield Insurance Agency today. Gardening season is finally upon us, and Thomas Gardens and Nursery, formerly Tweehoff's, is ready to help make your garden a success. They have a large selection of starter tomato and pepper varieties, along with a huge selection of other cold crop vegetables. Root plants are here, such as strawberry and asparagus. Most plants are sold in single or four packs. Bring your own containers, and they'll fill them with the plants of your choice. Thomas Gardens and Nursery is open 9 to 5, Monday through Saturday, and Sunday 11 to 4. Get your garden started with the help of Thomas Gardens and Nursery, conveniently located along Highway 20 between Fairmo and Northfield. Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Hey, summer's on the way and winter's behind us. And just maybe COVID is behind us too. Things are loosening up. You're going to be outside. You're going to be enjoying yourself. Time to reward yourself? LASIK can rid you of your glasses and contacts. Give us a call, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Dr. Michael Ritchie and Dr. Corey Miller. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, Faribault. World-class LASIK, small-town traffic. RitchieEyeClinic.com. 
Many of us would love an extra flexible way to earn money. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines have many driving positions available, including vans that won't require a CDL, small and regular-sized school buses, and motor coaches. These positions offer flexible hours, days off when kids are out of school. You can even bring your kids to work with you. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines offer on-site training and testing along with wages up to $21 an hour. No experience necessary. Stop by Benjamin Bus on Highway 3 in Northfield and we'll be happy to answer any questions. Heritage Bank is a locally owned bank that cares about the communities they serve. They pride themselves on being a bank you can count on. At Heritage Bank, the mortgage process is convenient and easy. Their professional mortgage and real estate specialists will help guide you through every step of the home buying process. They are honored to be voted the best bank in Northfield for two years in a row. At Heritage Bank, they truly believe successful business comes from successful customers and a successful community. Stop by Heritage Bank in Northfield to see how the professionals at Heritage Bank can be helpful for you. Real estate can be difficult to navigate. Thankfully, Professional Pride Realty's website is packed with information to make buying or selling a home in the Northfield area as simple as possible. ProfessionalPrideRealty.com has the most current listing information, including price reductions and real-time market statistics. Customize the map-based search to streamline your desired location. You can even save your searches and specific homes for later viewing. Home sellers can learn about their property's value before putting their houses on the market. When you're ready to start your home buying or selling journey, Professional Pride Realty would be happy to assist you. What up? What's going on, peeps? Uh, it's 10.34. 26 minutes, if you do the math, in front of 11 o'clock. It's uh, 64 right now. Sunshine glaring everywhere off the windshield in my eyeballs. It's crazy, but I'm loving it because it's been forever, it seems, since we've seen some of that wonderful sunshine. Uh, sunny skies today. High of 74. Tonight, clouds rolling in, cooling off to around 52 for Mother's Day. Mm, bummer. Some showers, maybe some thunderstorms, 70% chance of uh, precipitation tomorrow. Blowy, windy skies out of the south-southeast, 15 to 20, with gusts as high as 35 and a high of only 60 tomorrow. So going to be a little blustery uh, on Mother's Day. And then for Sunday night, looks like those showers and thunderstorms continue, cooling enough to about 56. And for the work week, Monday, 50% chance of showers, a high of around 82, but it's going to be breezy. Going to see gusts up to 40 miles an hour on Monday, so it's going to be like a blast furnace coming after you. And then for Monday night, looks like cooling off again around 54, chance of showers and thunderstorms. Tuesday, looks like a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Have some sunny skies along the way in there, warming up to 72. Tuesday night, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Wednesday, 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, but it's going to be 85, so hot and muggy on Wednesday. And then for Thursday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny and a high of 88, if you can believe that. So it is going to warm up. There's going to be a chance of some precipitation out there. It's going to make it a little bit tough for the farmers out there. I know they've been trying to get into the fields and stuff like that, and uh, so hopefully some of those thunderstorms will kind of stay away just a little bit to allow them to get in there and get their planning done. So be careful when you're out there driving around, too, because, uh, yeah, they've got the tractors out and the trucks out and all that fun stuff. And, uh, they want, you know, pay attention. Don't be texting and driving and running into your, your farmer friends. So uh, be careful out there when you're driving out there. So 
It is sunny skies, and it's at 64. Like I say, going to 70 degrees today. So we look forward to a beautiful, beautiful day here in the Northfield area. So get out and enjoy what you can as much as you can. It's time to meet the Raider with A.J. Reister. Shelby Sveen joins the program this morning. You're listening to 95.1 The One KYMN. Good morning, Northfield Raiders, and welcome back to the Raider Wrap. I'm your host, A.J. Reister, Raider Class of 2022. And today, joining me in the studio future Olympic thrower, Shelby Sveen. Shelby, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I am doing wonderful. The sun is out, at least on this Wednesday that we're recording this. Who knows what Saturday's going to look like when this actually airs, but it's sunny right now. We're outside for track practice. It was great. Yes, a finally a warm day. I was not expecting it. Yeah, shorts and a t-shirt, nothing better. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, but again, we got Shelby Sveen in the studio here today. Shelby, why don't you tell our listeners out there a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, like you said, my name is Shelby Sveen. I'm a senior at Northfield High School. Um, I've been doing track for like six years at the high school level, um, and I throw shot put in discus, which is really fun. Also, like play guitar. My favorite food is pot stickers, and um, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> do, you do, uh, do you participate in any other sports outside of throwing? Mm, yes, uh, I've been on the Olympic weightlifting team for two years. That's awesome. Do you have any fun jobs that you do either in the summer or, uh, <laughs> or um, year round? I have worked at um, the Northfield pool um, <laughs> before, though I'm currently currently out of a job. We'll see. <laughs> Hey, don't worry about it. Yeah, you got you got plans next year. I mean, you I know you have plans next year. You yes. signed last week. Let's talk a little bit about that. Where tell me what you announced on the air. What's going on? Um, yeah, so I signed with the University of Sioux Falls in South Dakota. Um, I'm going to be throwing for their team next year. That's awesome. They have a pretty good throwing program over there. Yeah, I'm actually really excited because their coach was an incredibly good thrower, and she's about my height, so that tells Perfect. me she can. She knows what to do. <laughs> she knows what to do yeah. with that kind of height. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not a six-foot German lady. Are you going to do both shot and disc over there, or are you going to focus on one? Um, well, actually, that's a good question. I'm not exactly sure at this moment, but I would like to try hammer if I could. Ooh, and yeah, that. and so maybe, I don't know, I might try hammer, weight, shot, disc. We'll see how it all pans all. out. But just yeah, I just don't want to do javelin. That's all I know. <laughs> what do you mean? Why do, do the perfect, the four-peat or whatever you want to call it, all four? Yeah, when I, um, when I decided, took my vow, when I became a thrower <laughs> to, to, to not run, I meant it, and javelin is too much running. Yeah, too <laughs> much just, running? Yeah, that's like that five feet of a full sprint, too much. <laughs> that's, that's too much for Shelby Sveen. Uh, I take my job seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about some of your recent successes that you guys had to meet on Tuesday, which... And when we're sitting in the booth right now, that was technically yesterday. So how did that meet yesterday go for you? That meet was really nice. As we were saying, it's finally like getting nice out with the weather. So it was nice to have a rain um, meet where it's not raining or like snowing or <laughs> like, yes, hailing <laughs> or freezing weather. And it actually had like a decent discus wind. So mm-hmm. it actually went really nice. I got a PR in discus, which was extremely exciting, though now I'm less than a foot away from the school record. So I was a little no. bit frustrated, but yeah. Wow, that's actually <laughs> insane. So now you're close to the school record, and you went up to the Hamlin meet a couple weeks ago, and you did pretty well there. 
kind of talk about that experience of throwing with some of the best throwers in the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that was like a really valuable experience for me to have at this point because I'll probably see those ladies again, but having meets where you get like the same amount of stress is like really good just mm-hmm. for kind of practice. Um, I didn't throw my best, but the conditions weren't the best and it was just really nice to like get to know some of them. And I think talking with them made them a little less intimidating in my mind. So yeah. I think I'm a little bit more ready to compete at state now you went to state last year and correct me if i'm wrong but did you take third or third third in disc Mm -hmm. that's your goal this year get back up there and place even higher uh this year i'm hoping to hoping to take discus um win that and actually i i ideally i'd like to win shot put too (laughs) wow that would be two blue medals around your neck that'd be insane Mm -hmm. hopefully be good end of senior season (laughs) and and the season that's a storybook ending right there yes that would be awesome (laughs) and did you recognize any of the girls at the hamlin meet that were at state meet last year or was it a lot of new faces uh yeah i recognized a few of them um one in particular uh just barely beat me out at sections last year and um so (laughs) i yeah I kind of think of her as my rival right now, and hopefully I'll just come come at her this year and stronger and show her what I'm made of, I guess. Heck yeah, show her who's boss. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Heck yeah, heck yeah. And you talked a little bit about the school record, getting back up to the state meet. Do you have any other personal goals that you want to try to go after here your senior season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really just want to um, keep a positive mindset like throughout it all. Like if my other goals don't work out, like most of all, I just want to make sure that I'm enjoying the end of the year and like my final days and really like being a good captain with um, all the rest of the girls because I, I love our throws crew this year and the whole team kind of vibes is really yeah. good so I'm I'm just excited about that want to keep enjoying that that's awesome and you talked about this throwers team it's pretty good this year I'd say I mean I'm not over there a whole lot as much as I want to be but yeah. from what I've seen you guys are pretty good who are some of those throwers that you see quite a bit that are that we should maybe keep our eyes on besides just yourself yeah I mean it's pretty strong our um for girls I'd say that Maddie McDowell and Inga Johnson are like slowly climbing up and they're like pushing each other to be to like throw farther and farther um Sammy's also doing pretty good there and hopefully my goal this year if I do get the school record is for them to come and beat it again um next year or (laughs) the year after that I'm kind of trying to train them in a little bit yeah and then I think for guys like Toby and actually Zach Edwards who's like a multi-athlete is like killing it yeah we and Ryan Johnson also too he's been awesome I think he won our last meet so yeah that's Mm -hmm. awesome so throwers are really deep this season which is gonna come clutch especially we got true team that's already next week so uh, let's talk a little bit about true team everybody scores in that meet Mm -hmm. do you have any goals specifically for the true team because i know at least Baylor on the boys side has really been pushing for us to really try to make a run at true team do you have any goals for that meet not specifically well like not more than any other meet i'd say just like to control my mindset and my nerves and um i think the try and hit the goals that i've had this whole season um which is 140 in discus and uh, 40 feet in shot put so three inches away in shot put and in disc about five feet away so hopefully it can happen here we go big meat vibes bring big throws right exactly 
those. Yeah, the throw our model this year has been throw big and then they are throw far and it's um <laughs> it's kind of fun. So throw big, yeah. throw far. Yeah. Throw big, throw <laughs> far. Why not? Yes. And then so we are coming up on true team, which kind of marks the halfway point of the season. What are you guys working on right now in practice? We're just trying to like keep lifting, like keep staying strong, but not um, wearing ourselves out too much because mm-hmm. I think it's easy at this season, at this point in the season, to get a ton of reps and like they'll like lifting and so much I don't know it's easy to get tired and sore and we really want to avoid injuries and like overthrowing and overtraining and stuff so yeah I'd say I mean, you, get, get, you guys are in the weight room every day it feels like so yeah mm-hmm. and now you guys are finally able to get outside of you guys really did you guys throw at all really when we were kind of stuck inside or were you just weight lifting uh, we did get to throw um, a bit, but yeah, actually it feels like really weird because it, the season in my mind is just starting yeah. because um, throwing outside is very different than throwing in inside. And at the beginning, we threw only inside and did form work for way longer than I feel that we normally would. So it's, it kind of like messes up your mindset a little bit to not be able to get out and get all the reps in that you would normally have at this point. I know right now for the track team in particular, we're kind of in peak week. We're kind of hitting some of our biggest workouts, our hardest workouts right now. Is that kind of similar to what throwing is doing? You guys are kind of getting through peak week, bigger lifts, and really throwing a lot more, and then you're going to taper off? Or is it kind of just keep push, 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 push? Uh, I'd say it's about, like steady push until the conference and sections and stuff like that we do tend to take more days off of lifting just to yeah. kind of like give ourselves some time to rest and recover before meets and then we'll only do like a few throws in practice beforehand but yeah for the most part we just try to keep grinding all the way through see if we can still get some like muscle gains because that does help so gains, yeah gains are gains, gains are, <laughs> yeah <laughs> heck yeah and I guess my final question for you, uh, we're doing a Littles camp right now on every, every weekend for the next few weeks, but my question for you is how did you get into throwing and how can other younger girls and guys get into throwing so that they can be the next Shelby Sveen? <laughs> <laughs> I love this question. Um, <laughs> I got into throwing because my dad, um, he was a really good thrower in high school. I think he had the state shot put record for a brief bit. And um, yeah, so he he was really good. And so ever since I was younger, he kind of taught me like, how to throw and like the basics one I have like a picture of me when I was in like fourth grade um (laughs) throwing a shot put and just I don't know I've always just kind of loved it though there's something really cool about like it's a great feeling when you release it and it just flies like really pretty and it just goes really far I don't know so I just that's what kept me in it like that really awesome feeling of like just having made it go a certain way yeah Yeah, i don't know plus i love the lifting and just feeling like a very powerful woman and i'd say for other people to get into it um just don't be like afraid of it i think there's kind of a stigma around throwing versus running and like oh you have to be big and you have to be like strong immediately when you come into it and it's like no just go for it and try it like it's First of all, a ton of fun, um, and also you can be successful no matter, like, your size or your gender or anything. Just, like, you'll get in, you'll lift, the strength will come, uh, but if you get the form down, you'll be great no matter what. So, yeah. Yeah, and then is there were there any camps that you were able to go to as when you were younger, or did 
you weren't you weren't able to throw till middle school. Uh yeah, I went to some kiddie track meets when I was younger though. I was always a bit frustrated because it's um usually like softball throws and stuff that they'll oh, have you do no, back like then. Shots yeah, uh huh. But once you actually get the shot or the uh, disc in your hand, that's when it kind of clicks into place. Yeah, and then in seventh grade, I joined um the high school team at Kennedy. So. Wow, that's mm. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you, Shelby, for coming in today. I had a great time, and good luck the rest of the season and at Sioux Falls next year. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. <laughs> We've got more sports coming up. You're listening to the Raider Wrap on KYMN 95.1, The One. For a football team to be successful, they need to have all the pieces in place. First-time homebuyers do, too. And let's be honest, there are a lot of pieces. I'm Chad Greenway, and I'm talking Franz and Bank and Trust Mortgages. The local mortgage consultants at Franz and Bank will help you put the pieces in place when you're buying your first home. Download their home buyer's guide today at franzandbank.com slash get there. In Dundas, Northfield, contact Jan Stanton. Franz and Bank and Trust. Real people, real results. NMLS number 769611. Member FDIC. Equal housing Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers. We have two new subdivisions in Northfield. One is called Hills of Spring Creek. It's actually the last final phase, and it's right at the end of Jefferson Parkway up by the water tower. Twelve big single-family lots, all walkouts. And then we have another neighborhood that is just getting ready to get going here in Dundas. It's called Tower Heights. Take the roundabout up Highway 1 and head south, and we have a bunch of single-family lots in there, too. Get our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your Budget and your dreams. I'm Marty Benson, the Commercial and Ag Banking Manager at Community Resource Bank. We offer unprecedented experience with the ability to make decisions locally for your business, ag purchase, or expansion. Come talk with us. Interest rates are still low, and we can offer some fantastic products. The coffee pot is always on, or visit us at crb.bank. Community Resource Bank in Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Let's bank together. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. We've just had the first hailstorm of the year. If you live in the Northfield, Dundas, or Faribault area and want an honest 25-point exterior inspection in your home, please give Capital Construction a call. They will let you know if an insurance claim is necessary. If it is, they will help guide you through the process from start to finish. Capital Construction was the 2021 Northfield Chamber Business of the Year. Call them at 952-222-4004 or find them at CapitalMN.com. You could also search Capital Construction on Facebook. And welcome back to the Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue and A.J. Reister. we still got some uh, sports to get to yet today. It's 10.51, and we have got some great news to tell you today. It is absolutely going to be beautiful, pure and simple. That's all you can say. It is just gorgeous outside. We are going to have sunshine most of the day. Looks like all day up until maybe later this evening, but a high today of 74. Tonight, cooling off to around 50. Two and some gusts up to about 30 miles an hour as we roll into Mother's Day. Ooh, let's, uh, chance of showers and thunderstorms. A high of only 60, but it's going to be breezy. South, southeast winds 15 to 20, gusts as high as 35 with a 70% chance of rain tomorrow. And then for tomorrow night, Again, looks like a chance of some showers cooling off to around 56 continued winds out of that southeast at about 15 to 25 miles an hour. And for Monday, a chance of showers, 50-50 chance, warming up to around 82. And that is for the afternoon. Again, going to be breezy. Southeast winds 20 to 25 miles an hour, gusts as high as 40. 
So uh, definitely a blast furnace coming up for Monday. But we've got sunshine today, and it's already 67. It is absolutely gorgeous outside. I hope you enjoy it. A little windy here and there, a few gusts of winds. But other than that, just a spectacular day here in the Northfield area. Let's figure out what's going on with the uh, Raider highlights with the scoreboard with A.J. Reister. Good morning and welcome back to the Raider Scoreboard on the Raider app on KYMN 95.1 The One. I'm your host, A.J. Reister, Raider Class of 2022. And boy, was this week a busy week for sports. Let's start off with some girls golf who finished in third at the Lakeville Invite on Monday. Leading the way for the Raiders was Emerson Garley, who shot an 82. Behind her was Anna Nesseth, who shot an 85. And rounding out the top three for the Raiders was Annika Johnson, who shot a 90. The girls' golf team then won their Big Nine triangular against Red Wing and Rochester John Marshall. Leading the way for the Raiders in that one was Emerson Garley, who shot an 82. And then the girls' golf team t- capped off their week, finishing sixth at Thursday's invite. Emerson Garley again led the way for the Raiders, shooting an 86, and Annika Johnson was right behind her, shooting a 93. The boys' golf team won their Big 9 triangular on Monday against Red Wing and Rochester John Marshall, shooting a combined 330. Leading the way for the Raiders was Ike Vesey, who shot an 81. Tying with him was Jeb Sawyer with an 81. And rounding out the top three for the Raiders was Hank Detley, who shot an 82. And a huge congratulations to Nate Stevens, who was announced this week as one of the winners of the 2022 3M Open Fund, which is a Minnesota PGA scholarship. So congratulations to Nate Stevens and everyone who was announced as winners this week. The boys' tennis team lost to Owatonna 6-1 on Tuesday and then lost to Rochester Mayo 7-0 on Thursday, but was able to get the win against Alberley on Friday 6-1. They are currently 5-5 on the season and sit in 7th place in the Big 9 Conference. The girls' lacrosse team beat Rochester John Marshall on Monday 14-2, Daisy Shetnan led the team in goals with five in a commanding victory, but the team then lost to Mankato 11-2 on Wednesday. The two goals came from the sticks of Ella Mayer and Mariah bamonte Grebus, and the team capped off a busy week losing to Rochester Century on Thursday 12-7. They dropped to 2-5 and five on the season and sit in fourth place in the Big Nine Conference. The boys' lacrosse team was handed their first loss of the season, and it came from a tough team from Matamidi on Monday 10-6. Spencer Klotz, Blake Foster, and Matthew Bell all had two goals on the night. The lacrosse team then beat Rochester Century 11-5 on Friday. Spencer Klotz led the team with five goals, while Cam Waters, Blake Foster, and Matthew DeBuse each had two. They improved to 6-1 on the season and sit atop the Big Nine Conference. The girls' track and field team took second at their triangular on Tuesday against Mankato East and Rochester Mayo, scoring 58 points, while East won the meet, scoring 83 points. Some highlights included Jolie Harris taking third in the 100 hurdles, Claire Casson taking second in the mile, Nora Cordum taking third in the mile right behind her. The 4x1 relay took second, Jaina Janton took second in the 400, Josie Hauk was right behind her taking third, Clara Lippert won the 200, Adriana Fleming took second in the 2 mile, right behind her was Clara Menson who took third in the 2 mile, the 4x400 relay took third. Shelby Fien won the shot put and the discus events. Natalie Welsh took third in the high jump. Sydney Peterson won the pole vault event. Erica Nesseth took second in the pole vault right behind Sydney. 
and Clara Lippert took second in the long jump. The boys track and field team took third at their triangular on Tuesday against Mankato East and Rochester Mayo, scoring 38 points, while East won the meet, scoring 77 points. Some highlights included Andy Block taking second in the 100, Brecken Riley winning the 1-mile, the 4x100 relay took third, Will Bowmaster took second in the 800, Andy Block took second in the 200, Austin Jacks took third in the 200 and won the triple jump. The 4x400 relay took third. Hayden Kelly took third in the shot put. Devin Jacks won the high jump. And Ryan Johnson took third in the discus event. The baseball team lost to Rochester JM on Tuesday 6-3, then beat Winona in a thriller on Thursday 4-2, then capped off another busy week, losing to Mankato East on Friday 6-5. They dropped to 4-6 and six on the season and sit in fourth place in the Big Nine Conference. The softball team lost to Winona on Thursday 8-5 in extra innings. Leah Ennedy, Olivia Horman, and Megan Snyder all had multi-hit games. Leah Ennedy and Jamie Triplett each had two RBIs, while Riley Blandon went all nine innings, allowing 13 hits, four earned runs, and striking out seven. They dropped to 7-3 on the season and sit in fourth place in the Big Nine Conference. Today, the boys' tennis team has a triangular against Rosemount and St. Thomas in Rosemount. The baseball team takes on River Falls at the First National Bank Stadium in River Falls, and the softball team takes on Egan at the Northview Park Athletic Fields. That's all I have for the Raider scoreboard. Stay tuned right here for more sports on KYMN 95.1, The One. Fall is a great time to get that landscaping project, home remodel, or repair done. And with interest rates still low, you can do it all with a home loan from Hometown Credit Union. Hometown Credit Union offers a variety of home loan options for refinancing, renovating, new construction, and purchasing your first home or forever home. Whatever your home loan needs are, Hometown Credit Union can make them happen with rates and terms to fit. Learn more and apply online at hometowncu.coop. Equal housing lender. From the team at Hometown Credit Union, go Raiders! Your home, auto, and life are important to you. That's why the Northfield Insurance Agency works hard to provide you with the right protection. Kevin, Stan, and Mark offer the products you need with the premier service you deserve. They carry business, auto, farm, homeowners, commercial, and bonds. Northfield Insurance is your independent agent, and they are connected with many insurance companies, providing you the lowest possible rates. Call the Northfield Insurance Agency today. Now that planting season has arrived, get to Thomas Gardens and Nursery in Faribault, formerly Tweehoffs, to get your vegetable garden started. They have starter cauliflower, broccoli, rhubarb, seed potatoes, and multiple varieties of onion sets. Thomas Garden and Nursery also has straw bales, potting soil, blueberry and raspberry bushes, and pansy bowls to make your garden beautiful. Bring your own containers and they'll fill them with plants of your choice. Open 9 to 5, Monday through Saturday, and Sunday, 11 to 4. Get your garden started with the help of Thomas Gardens and Nursery, conveniently located along Highway 20 between Faribault and Northfield. Every day, each and every one of us at Benjamin Bus feels privileged to safely transport Northfield students to and from school and many after-school activities. We thank you for trusting Benjamin Bus with your most precious cargo, your children. At Benjamin Bus, safety is always our number one priority. Our team of drivers has over 400 years of combined experience, and they pride themselves on their record of keeping the children of this community safe. For shuttle services, events, or any of your transportation needs, contact Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines, your trusted friend on the road. 
Heritage Bank is a locally owned bank that cares about the communities they serve. They pride themselves on being a bank you can count on. At Heritage Bank, the mortgage process is convenient and easy. Their professional mortgage and real estate specialists will help guide you through every step of the home buying process. They are honored to be voted the best bank in Northfield for two years in a row. At Heritage Bank, they truly believe successful business comes from successful customers and a successful community. Stop by Heritage Bank in Northfield to see how the professionals at Heritage Bank can be helpful for you. Real estate can be difficult to navigate. Thankfully, Professional Pride Realty's website is packed with information to make buying or selling a home in the Northfield area as simple as possible. ProfessionalPrideRealty.com has the most current listing information, including price reductions and real-time market statistics. Customize the map-based search to streamline your desired location. You can even save your searches and specific homes for later viewing. Home sellers can learn about their property's value before putting their houses on the market. When you're ready to start your home buying or selling journey, Professional Pride Realty would be happy to assist you. Well, that's a wrap, people. It's the Raider Wrap right here on KYMN 95.1. The One. Catch us every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock with A.J. Reister and Meet the Raider and the Raider Scoreboard. And you can tune in again at KYMNRadio.net. Just go to Programs. Go select the Raider Wrap if you want to listen back to all the excitement that we had today. And what a great show we had today. It was just fantastic. Justin Coleman, thank you for joining us.